So today is February 25th, and this is the fourth Wednesday of the month call for folks who are engaged in chapter work or interested in being engaged in chapter work. And I'm going to start, like I said, with a little grounding exercise, and then I'll do a reading, and then we'll jump in, and I'll share some, and then I'll open it up for questions. So what I'm going to invite everyone to do, if you're comfortable doing this, it's a little bit easier doing this when you're not in a room and no one's staring at you, close your eyes, <laughs> feel your feet on the ground, your body in the chair or on the ground, wherever you're sitting. Just take some deep breaths to really feel yourself present. And when your next breath in, I want you to breathe in Anything you're thinking about from before this moment, things you've done today that have stressed you out or worried you or that you're celebrating, anything from the past, just breathe that in that's on your mind. Fill it up in your breath, and then when you breathe out, breathe it out and really just let it go. Clean your energy. I'll just invite you to do that one more time. (sighs) Just feel your body start to relax, ground a little bit. And when you're ready, on the next breath in, breathe in and think about for a moment, allow yourself to think about and fill yourself with the concerns, the things you're thinking about that you've got to do as soon as you get off this call. (laughs) Tonight, first thing tomorrow, notes you have to write to yourself. Just breathe in. And again, as you breathe it out, just let it go and trust you'll be able to come back to it when we're done. And breathe it in again. And let it go. And now when you breathe in, breathe in the energy from this present moment. Feel yourself in your seat, in your chair, on your couch, your feet connected to the earth. And really breathe in the energy of right now to bring yourself here. Go ahead and breathe that in. And then breathe out and Send the energy down into the earth so that you can really feel yourself grounding yourself in this moment. And let's do that one more time. Okay. The Journey by Mary Oliver. One day you finally finally knew what you had to do and began, though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble, and you felt the old tug at your ankles. Mend my life, each voice cried, but you didn't stop. You knew what you had to do, though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations, though their melancholy was terrible. It was already late enough and a wild night and the road full of fallen branches and stones. But little by little, as you left their voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds and there was a new voice which which you slowly recognized as your own that kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world, determined to do the only thing you could do, determined to save the only life you could save. So I chose that because while we are going to talk tonight about working to transform our world, I don't ever want to lose sight of the importance of being present to our internal work and our internal transformation and that the two are intricately linked. And one of the things that I value about the NSP Hi, David. I got through. <laughs> Hi, David. Oh, hello. Is this Layla? This is Kat. Hi, Kat. How's your cold? It's better, thank you. Thank oh, you wonderful. for joining us. Wonderful, so I just yes. Read I... A, I just read a reading, David, so I'm just kind of talking about that for one second. So I'm so okay. glad you joined yeah. us. 
Yes. So um, one of the things I value about the NSP is that we want to make sure that our efforts and our movement is grounded in the principles and values that we want to achieve at the end of the day. So that's why I start with a little bit of grounding exercise, and that's why I start with a reading. And that's why I chose a reading scene. It would seem to be more focused on self-transformation, but they're so intricately connected that I just want to make sure we remind ourselves to have the inner resources to do our work, to have the inner resources to return again and again to the efforts that we're working on. Because one of the things that... um, is unique about us also is that we're looking at systemic changes with a global and a worldview perspective, and they're very long-term efforts. It's not, it's not an over-the-night, um, we're going to solve this problem today or even this year, and maybe not in our lifetimes, but we're going to keep doing the work we need to do and chip away at it, and that requires a lot of inner resources and strength. So that was why I chose that reading for this evening. Um, so what I want to do on this call tonight is um, I want to just go through some ideas to share about starting a chapter and how you might um, organize that. I don't know if folks have the starter guide, but um, I'm, you can get it online, and if you send me an email, I can also send it to you. I think all of you are probably must be on our email list um, but make sure you, if you aren't receiving emails from me, just make sure you, um, usually they'll come from either info at spiritualprogressives.org or cat at spiritualprogressives.org. So just make sure you put me in inbox in if you've got Gmail instead of your promotions or social or your spam. It's so complicated now. Um, but I just want to go through a couple of things. Um, I'm working with folks locally on two different chapters, one in the city of San Francisco and one in the East Bay here in Berkeley, Oakland area, and the more I do that work, the more I have ideas about how to do it (laughs) Um, and how to support others, and I think we can all learn from each other. That's my ideal of these calls, too. So um, let's say you want to start a chapter and you've only got yourself (laughs) in your community. So first of all, you can email me and tell me you want to start a chapter, and then I can do two things for you. A, I can put it in our newsletter, which I'm assuming you're all getting, hopefully, and I can say, you know, John Smith is starting a chapter in Tampa Bay, Florida, and he's interested in having others join him. Please email him and reach out to him to join a chapter. I can also send an email, a specific email, to folks within your area. We could, you could tell me like 50 miles from your zip code or whatever you think, and we can send a specific email to those folks directly, which might reach them more, might be more likely to reach them, for example, than the newsletter, which is more general, um, or they might be more likely to read it. So I can do do those two things to support you. And then you can do things like if you look at the starter guide, there's ideas here about what you can to try to get folks who you think might be like-minded and interested in what we're doing. And I'm not going to read through them because I trust that all of you can read it. But, again, if you need me to email it to you, please just let me know. And my email is Kat. Kat, I have, I have a question. Why yeah, please. Why can't we just get the list, list of members and contact information? That's because a very scattershot. That's a very scattershot way of organizing. Because we don't have authority to give out folks' emails to other people. Hmm. That's why. Why not? Because when people Why give us you? their e- email, we have never gotten that authority from folks. So the way we do yeah, it's, it's just that people are much more likely to respond to an individual email from an individual person trying to organize a chapter than they are from a scattershot email or a phone call from someone right. who's trying to organize a chapter. Right. It's just yeah. not very effective. Mm-hmm. Well, let me. And I say that have, having done that, having done it the other way mm-hmm. this past month. Mm-hmm. And is this uh, Travis been, speaking? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me read. I got this I got basically four responses. So. 
course, I don't know how many people are within our members who are within 50 miles of my location. Right. I don't either, actually. Um, yeah. I don't know either, and um, four responses actually isn't bad. <laughs> um, no, that's more than nine. <laughs> but let me revisit it, Travis, and I'll think about it. It's just um, I'd love to hear other people's thoughts about this. If you were, how would you feel if we gave your email out? to somebody who was organizing. Sometimes, Travis, we've had people use it in other ways. Yeah, um, I can understand that. So that's my know, concern. Uh, I, I think there's a problem with giving out people's emails, and I also think that a lot of people would be more likely to respond uh, to something like this coming from the organization because they feel it's legitimate rather than from an individual and they're not sure uh-huh. who this person is. Yeah. Other folks? Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just coming from the perspective of having been a union organizer for 20 years and this just seems totally backwards. So. so. Right. I, I think it's a different organizing. I do think there's differences in, in those Yeah, I do. I, I agree. But um, so it's I'm just, trying to balance kind of your concerns with yeah. the concerns that then Hever just expressed and that we've heard from yeah. others. So um, what, I'll, what I can do, Travis, if you send me an email and let me know, just remind me that four people responded. I can at least look at our list and see how many people yeah. are actually there because maybe there's seven people, in which case four is great, right? I mean, yeah. 10% is not a bad response, so even if there's 40 people. So um, send me an email yeah, if you but, would. But, but I, in, I guess in my exp- I will. I guess in my experience, starting anything requires a one-on-one conversations and not emails and not phone calls. I and in order to have those one-on-one conversations, you ordinarily need to call people and talk to them about having a one-on-one conversation. Right. I, I completely agree that that is the, the, yeah. the, for sure the preferenced way to go. Um, yeah. So I will, I'm willing to revisit this. Um, I do sure. have concerns, but please do send me that email. At least I can give you a sense of how many people in your area actually we have on our sure. list because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Great. Thanks. Um, and so – and then in the in the starter guide, and, and then folks can obviously share here, other share on the phone here, and and also through emails, um, how other ways to reach community members who might be interested. Um, and then, what I think is helpful, and again I welcome your feedback, is to have an initial conversation with folks and have a meeting and talk about what are the goals of your chapter, and. There's different approaches to that. You could decide what you want the goals to be, or you could collectively decide with the first handful of people or so that you get together with. At some point, you don't want to keep revisiting that, obviously. And then set forth clear goals and strategies for achieving those goals. And in the in the guide, I put together one potential table, if you will, of what those goals might be. I mean, the categories of the different goals and how you might measure success and things like that. So um, tomorrow night in, my, in the San Francisco chapter, we're going to sit down and have this conversation. We didn't do this at the first meeting, of course. The first meeting was all getting to know each other and um, building rapport and relationship. So, and making sure people really understood what the NSP is about. And another great way for get, to get people to understand that is to get on the calls that I do the third Wednesday of the month because I kind of explain that or to have them listen to the call that's recorded that anyone can access from the web. So um, that's what I am thinking. And I noticed that someone joined, and I'd love to just get your name Someone just joined who who hasn't spoken out loud. Uh, are you talking to me? I guess so. <laughs> uh, my name is Carol Stewart, C-A-R-O-L-E-S-T-U-A-R-T. Great. And where are you from, Carol? San Jose. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you. Just got home, so I didn't get a chance to call earlier. Oh, we're, we're getting started, so good timing. Okay. Thank you. 
So um, I'd love to just open it up now to folks on the call to questions or what brought you to this call, how, how I might support you or how we might support each other. I don't really feel a need to read you the starter guide because you can all read that. So I'd rather have a conversation about uh, what, are, what are ways that we can be supportive to you and um, what are questions you have. I have some questions. Yeah. Um, this is this is David um, Sinclair in Tampa, Florida. Let me just share one question. We'll have time later in the, in the evening. Um, as I prepare to send out a flyer, mm -hmm. um, an internet email flyer, knowing that there's only so much space, I've tried to select some words, terms that may exemplify what NSP is. Mm -hmm. um, if you had to do such a, a task, could you be like maybe half a dozen or ten words that you think um, are, are laden and they, they represent what NSP is? I know that I selected some words from the mission statement I came up, for example, with reconstitute, um, incarnate, transform, um, maximize, uh, enhance. What would you come up with, um, Kat, if you were to suggest how we could make a good promo in, in a limited manner but effective? Right. So um, I'll, I'll double answer that question for you. I'll give you a couple answers to that question. So one thing to look at in the starter guide, which I believe I sent you, I, yes. I do have yes. some language in there that you could easily pull from. Um, okay. And also, feel free to send it to me, and, and um, I can work on it. And I have an intern who can work on it, too. So if you want some feedback, okay. that's another great thing. One of the things that um, we, we are working on a, a new brochure, and once it's done, I can send it to everyone, too, and you could pull out of that, this, out of our brochure, what you want to put on yours, or you can also print this out. Um, is I, I always think it's helpful to use the language from the new bottom line, and you can make it really short. You know, to achieve in just an equitable world, we need a new bottom line. So success, and I always put that in quotes, is so success of our, of our political, economic, and social institutions is measured by the extent to that they maximize love and kindness and generosity and justice. You can shorten it. I'm not adding the whole thing. Um, rather than measuring success by money and power. You want to help, do you want to help create this world? Come join this meeting. Um, I mean, that's really short. Um, another, another term that we're using is um, join our love and justice movement. <laughs> um, and then the kind of the subtitle for that is integrating spirituality, activism, and internal transformation to build an environmentally sustainable world of people who care for each other and, and the planet. Um, I think it's important if you're you know, using the language of spiritual progressives to make sure that they understand it's interfaith and secular humanist welcoming because a lot of people are resistant, particularly on the left, to spiritual language and religion. So I think it's important to make sure that it's clear. Um, Other language to use is um, a concrete vision of how to build a just and equitable world. So is all this language on the website? And this language is on the website. And once this brochure that I have here in my nifty little hands is totally complete, um, if you all email me, I will gladly send it to you as an attachment, and then you can pull the language from it. Sure. And copy and paste it into your documents and please feel free to send me what you've got um, because you guys might put together some stuff that's great that we would want to use and my my goal at some point is to share these on our on our website our website needs to be updated so it's a little complicated right now but I can create a chapter I think I can create a chapter page and put in sample flyers which would be helpful for other folks um, so please share them with me, and I'll give you feedback, and then we can also post them on our website so people can learn from each other. Great. Was that, was that helpful, David? Thank you very much, Kat. Thank you. Okay, awesome. Kat, I have a question. 
Yeah, and who's this, Isaac? Isaac? Okay. Yes, in Montreal. Okay. Um, We have a real opportunity, I think, because of um, the diversity in this community, uh, the policies of generosity really are an antidote to the kind of despair that could um, feed on itself in a community. We have many Muslim uh, people here and many students, um, and I'm bringing Muslim and Chinese students into the organization. Um, so I'm I'm not too concerned about building uh, through relationship building uh, and uh, building it with a sense of joy, mm-hmm. uh, so people don't feel burned out. I know is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question for you about um, sending you membership funds and also uh, the membership funds that would go to the local chapter as well. Do you suggest having those as two separate entities uh, doing separate yeah, that's a, that's funding? That's a great question, Isaac. Yeah, I think that would make sense to have it as two separate entities. Yeah, so that you're clear, we're, you know, this money's going to help support the local chapter to do local work, and this money's going to the national group to help build their infrastructure. Very good. So we'll make sure that those are really two separate checks. Should we um, just get their confirmation that they've sent you a check, or should we get the check from them and send it off to you from us? Um, I, I think whatever's easiest for you. Okay. Yeah, um, and I think whatever you, works typically... best for you, Isaac. Sure. Do you typically use a snail mail address for anything, or that's not really? Simple? Yeah, no, I can give you our snail mail. No, I'm con- I'm thinking about the individuals and their membership, whether they need to send it because you need their snail mail. Oh, it's great to have their email and their snail mail because um, okay. we do so end up sure sending a yearly ask at snail mail because it tends to right. get better responses. Okay. Anyway, we'll sort that out, but we'll keep those fundraising efforts separately delineated, even if they're taking place at the same time. Great. Thanks, Isaac, and I appreciate your attention. Yes, I'll be sending you some funds tomorrow. Thank you. And I want to just acknowledge that I appreciate your attention to also getting fundraising as part of your efforts. Thank you. Yeah, I know how critical that is (laughs) to support you, among other things. Yeah, for all of us. Thank you. Um, who just joined us? My name's Kate. Kate? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello. Hi, where are you from? Concord. Concord, awesome. Welcome. Thank you. Kat from the NSP. So um, I'm just opening it up right now to questions from folks. Um, so any other, anybody else have any questions or things you've tried that have or haven't worked that you want to talk about or brainstorm about? I don't know. I'm just starting out. Okay. Okay. I do if nobody else does, but I'll give somebody else a chance first. Is that David again? Yes. I can wait. If, if nobody has a question, then please prompt me. Okay. Well, I think you should go ahead, David, and then oh, okay. somebody else have these questions. Uh, Okay, um, I believe that I will not have trouble getting the persons that I would like to have. I chose also to begin a meetup group in part because I'd never done that, and I'm getting responses from people that I've never heard of, and that's wonderful. Okay, so my yeah, my concern is that um, folks will ask me profound questions at the beginning that I don't exactly know how to answer because I want to be very correct with with your line. And I said by line meaning your your message. For example, people may ask me this. What is the difference between a spiritual liberal and a spiritual progressive? That could be one question. Mm-hmm. And do I attempt how do I how would you attempt to answer that if that is a that's a question. Indeed, the right question. Okay. 
So I'll answer that in two ways for you, David. One of which is on the website, there's a um, button on the right-hand side that says, how do our vision, I forget what it says. Hang on one second. Let me just open the website. Uh, one second, because I'm drawing a blank on exactly what the button says. But it says, our yearning for a loving world. That's what it says. Our yearning for a loving world and how to get there. And that is a long document. It's very long. But it, it at, as you scroll down in it, it lists kind of basically ten points. And at the button of what we're looking for, what our vision is, so like point one, for example, is we will create a society that promotes rather than undermines loving and caring relationships and families and explains yes. what we mean by that. And then it says contrast liberal, liberal agenda, contrast conservative agenda. And so yes. I would encourage you, if you think those are going to be questions you ask, to read that because you'll start to understand and I think you'll feel more confident um, how I would answer that is I would say, as a spiritual progressive, we um, try to make sure that the policies and programs we promote are grounded in the values of the new bottom line, a caring society, caring for each other and caring for the earth, and that we go beyond issue politics and identity politics to look at what, what would a new world actually look like, and we put forth a new world view. And we don't only speak to people's desires for economic entitlements and political rights, but that we also really value and put forth a vision of a caring world because people have deep needs for meaning and purpose. And those needs are unanswered in the current political system, the current political climate on the left. Um, thank you. Um, I, I think I may have seen that, I'm sure. Um, I think that you've help me to realize that the question is not as spooky as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm really appreciating these questions because this is the type of thing I want, which is for us to do role-playing and practice and for me to share at least how I would do it that might give you some languaging and for it to be an engaged conversation. So thanks for those questions. They're great. And it's being recorded, so I will be sending this out, um, and it will be on our website, so if you need to listen again, you'll be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I th he his question was, what is the difference between a spiritual progressive and a spiritual liberal? I think, right? Not yeah, I still think it's a similar answer, Sharon. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny because we um, a friend of ours was just singing a song the other day to us, which was from the '60s. Uh, from the civil rights era, and it was about how liberals are always saying, well, we all want change, but we can't do it too fast. And to me, that, I don't know, you can, you know, you can chime in on that for sure, but to me it seems like, you know, a lot of people call themselves liberals. I have the sense that there's a, a difference between a liberal and a progressive. I think we are, because we are, like you said, you know, really visioning, and really pushing for real change and big change in a really pretty quick amount of time. We're not interested in, like, somebody who says they're a liberal but is still going to vote for wars and, and all of this stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, to me that seems like a difference, but I, I would want to be clear with you on that. Okay. I, yes. thought I, I thought I did speak to that difference in that way, but maybe I didn't do it as clearly as I should have. <laughs> yeah. So what I go ahead, David. Yeah, if I may add this, I think that when the the lady who just spoke um, repeated my question, I realized that maybe the the real gist behind my question, without me realizing, was both terms spiritual liberal and spiritual progressive. The key word is spiritual. So I would almost think that I've answered my own question that if you considered your decisions based on spiritual values, it doesn't matter which is the second label, perhaps. Perhaps. That, Some people definitely get yeah. caught up in the label of progressive. Um, but I, what I see progressive as, which is kind of what Sharon, I think, was speaking to, though, was um, that we're looking at addressing and putting forth a vision of a, a different worldview that isn't working on 
specific, let's solve this particular issue, while we appreciate and support all of the work of all the amazing organizations doing that, we do offer something different, and that is putting forth a, a world view about a transformed society. So I, I also think that getting curious is another great choice, which is yeah. to say, can you help me understand what you mean when you say a, a spiritual liberal? Because that would give you more information. So that would be another a great approach, is to first say to them, well, it would be helpful for me to answer that question if you could tell me what you mean by being a spiritual liberal. Because then you yes. would have a better sense as to actually what is the difference, if in fact there is one. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sharon, did you want to say something else? I heard your voice. No, no, I was just, I was just agreeing with that. Okay. <laughs> other, other questions. Kat, I would be interested to know among those who are on the call tonight, which uh, individuals and locations are uh, uh, chapters currently, uh, and uh, are there uh, in the various cities that people on this call are um, are involved with, or is it mainly in a formative stage in all of these cities? I think it's mainly in a formative stage, but I'll just go through the list and call people's names and, and invite them to share where they're at, and then, that's a, and then we'll hear. <laughs> so Sharon, you're first on my, on my list here. <laughs> well... Um, you know, Kat, Kat and I know each other from Northwest Washington State, where we were trying to kind of get a chapter going in Bellingham, Washington, and then Kat, of course, moved out to San Francisco or Berkeley. Um, um, and I have tried to get a chapter here going. I live in the San Juan Islands, so it's pretty tricky because we are our council is all split up by different islands and um, relying on a ferry which doesn't have a really great schedule. So I have not gotten a chapter going here, but I, um, I would still like to do that, and I want to be supportive of the chapter that I understand is starting in Everett, Washington. And I just want to help the organization as a whole in whatever way I can. <laughs> I've been involved since uh, 2003 when it was still called Tikkun Community. So yeah, Sharon's Sharon's a diehard fan who has been amazingly supportive. So um, she's also tried to support the recreation of the Seattle chapter at times. So I haven't given up Thanks. on that either, by the way. I, I think that could happen. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Sharon, Sharon. I'm formally. This is Isaac in Montreal, but I'm formally from Seattle and was with Kadima for many years from its beginning in oh. Seattle, and uh, used to go to. Uh, to uh, Dobe Village, and <laughs> so oh I know you're goodness. in a beautiful location. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's right. We, we live quite close to Dobe, actually. Well, if you ever want to come out and visit, come on out. I'll that, send you an email. Sure thing. That that invitation goes for everybody on this call, by the way. <laughs> yes, I could be reached through our website, spiritualprogressivesquebec.ca. Wonderful. Thank you. So I'm going to move along to um, Hevra. I appreciate the connections that are happening. It's beautiful. Hevra, are you still there? Oh, oh, it's me. Okay. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, you're my neighbor. Sarasota, you're my neighbor. Not too far, not too far. Well, we're, uh, we're neighbors. That's true, <laughs> true. But I go north for several months each year, so it's hard for me to really, or maybe that's just an excuse. I've been wanting to do something like this for a long time, but I haven't quite uh, pulled myself together and uh, felt confident enough to move ahead. Organization isn't my strong point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but I'm hoping. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm hoping to move ahead with this because I really, I, I love the vision, and and I've been a member of the organization for many years, and uh, I just really 
love what you know what the organization stands for and what it's attempting to do. Great. Thanks, Hevra. Uh Philip in LA. Hi. I I don't uh have any anyone in in my uh social or other any circle that I know of that is involved uh with NSP and my my initial uh sort of attempt to create some energy about these issues was to try to create a radio show on a local Pacifica station in which I was sort of hoping to get uh, various tycoon writers and other people to come and talk about their ideas that are published in the magazine and and basically get a conversation going about these things, uh, which would, if I was successful, would, you know, would reach... Right hundreds of thousands of people on a weekly basis. But the KPFK, which is the station, has not been willing to let me do this yet. So uh, so maybe maybe that's not going to work. Um, Philip, I wonder if it would be helpful to send out an email inviting folks to connect with you that are in your area. Yeah, that would be fine with me. Would that be okay? And then putting in a newsletter, and, and then you could sure. raise that this is what you're trying to do, and having more people pushing them might be helpful. Yeah. That, I'm, okay. I'm fine with that. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's your um, – would you email me, Philip, and with your with your zip code, and then I can do the, you know, the targeted email? Yeah. So okay. email – sure. Email me zip. at cat at org, and then I will – send you a sample of what I'm going to send out and make sure it's okay with you, and then I'll send it out to a targeted group in okay. near you. Okay. Good. I'm not sure how long I can stay on the call. May I ask how long this is you're, you're planning to, to continue here? My plan is to go till 6 tonight. Okay. So 15 more minutes or so. 15, 20 more minutes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Sometimes I go to 6.30, but I actually have another meeting tonight that yeah. got scheduled. All right. So... Okay, thanks, Philip. Travis. Now. Yes, I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I'm a very recent transplant. I moved here from Austin, Texas, six months ago. And in Austin, I helped start a politics of meaning study group in 2000, which morphed into a Tacoon community chapter, which uh, morphed into an NSP chapter, which. <laughs> about two and a half years but uh here i didn't know anybody when i arrived I, i've met a lot of people i've been pleasantly surprised that per capita the left here may be as large as it is in austin and that uh, the bulk of it is religious or spiritual in nature so mm. it's a good place to to be working on this project i did uh at cat suggestion i did send a uh three or four page email through uh, the NSP uh, to uh, people who are members in this area uh, trying to gauge support for a study group. And I actually got, uh, there was already myself and one other person here who I'm active in another organization who were interested, but I got four responses. And uh, unfortunately, of the four responses, three people are extremely busy right now, everything from health problems to uh, uh, volunteering to sign up people for the Affordable Care Act. And so uh, uh, based on that, and I'm also unemployed myself and have a couple of hours in the fire, so my life's kind of unstable right now. Uh, based on that, I sent a letter back to the, uh, the five contacts, an email back to the five contacts I have and told them that uh, I would be contacting them again in April or May. Uh, once the, there was uh, sufficient time for kind of the dust to clear in people's business and personal lives, so and I'm, and I'm committed to it, to doing that. But I was pleased by the response, but uh, it was all tempered by I am so, you know, people saying that they were so busy right now. Right. So that's kind of where it stands for now. But I'm determined to contact them again. Great. 
Thank you, Travis. I might add that, Travis, just in listening to you, your voice is so comforting. I don't know if you've thought about doing something perhaps uh, audio uh, related to NSP or on the radio, but you sure have a great speaking voice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that. Um, So... Yes, um, 30 days ago I offered to start um, a chapter here, and in 30 days from today we will have our first meeting. We'll have the meeting just prior to the call-in, so those who want to hang around may join it. Um, I would say that we are in an embryonic stage. Um, In a sense, my challenge, I think, is when we meet for the first couple of times for people to for folks to feel comfortable that this is a nest. It's a place where they may come and and feel very safe and at home. Mm-hmm. We have many groups in the community and I know that we have persons who are comfortable with the mission of NSP. The challenge may be to convince them that while there are other ways to become an activist, this may be something very unique. So, so sharing properly just what this is about, I think, may be the biggest challenge and, and the most exciting, perhaps. But uh, we're just starting. I have like eight persons who said they're, they're going to come, and I really haven't blasted anybody yet. I, have, I mean, I haven't sent out a blast yet. So... Um, <laughs> That's a short summary to to where we are, which is we're just waiting for the for that dawn to come. That's great. That's awesome. That's a that's a great that's a great start. Yes. Um so Carol in San Jose, I know that there's folks trying to start a group there. I don't know if you, I'm guessing you've been in touch with them, but Yeah, Joel Joel's in charge. Right. And we had a meeting, and we are trying to figure out how we're going to go forward. There are um, three of us online plus Joel, and um, I don't know how it's going to go because whether – I just don't know. Um, I'm not sure what my involvement is going to be. I already am involved with some other things. I don't completely – I don't separate uh, liberal and progressive. I don't like lines to me that they're, they're labels. And anything I can do that helps a situation that's right now, I think that's what I need to do. And anything that I can do in whatever way, limited or bigger, that helps bigger goals uh, for society, why well, that would be good too. But I don't like it when people try to say, um, not the people, but trying to differentiate. Oh, am I a spiritual liberal or a spiritual progressive? There's a homeless person nearby who needs help, and I can help. I will. And and so will some groups I belong with or two. So that kind of bothers me, you know, just trying to separate what's a progressive and what's a liberal, I liked it that spiritual was the important word, and I realized that for someone who is a humanist, spiritual may not be a good word. So I'm brand new. I'm not brand new at reading the dailies or having read the magazines, um, and uh, I'm not brand new at um, uh, what uh, a rabbi learner even his days before um, NSP. Um, so, uh, but I just don't like dichotomies, mm-hmm. this or that. It, I think that really hurts our society. I don't mm-hmm. know, so I don't know where I'm going to be, you know, in terms of what we do in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts. And um, we have struggled with how to articulate what we're trying to do in a way that is as inclusive as we can be, but also clearly captures who we are. So it continues to be a struggle, and I hear that it's something that leaves you feeling a little bit uncomfortable. 
Yeah, and also uh, also looking forward to hearing more. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's mm-hmm. good. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay. That. <laughs> thank you. I, yes? I wanted to speak to that. Um, you know, it seems to me that the label liberal has become to a great extent a political position. And while you could say that, um, you know, the spiritual progressives also have a political agenda, but really we don't in the same kind of way. As best as I can understand, the spiritual progressive agenda is it's much broader and much bigger than any immediate political uh, goals. And I think that's where the differentiation is. Not so much that there's a real difference between liberal and progressive, but just the way the term liberal has evolved, almost like a party. Uh, It's like we, we all favor democracy, but we're not all members of the Democratic Party. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I actually, that's Hevra, right? He's speaking? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I think you articulated that beautifully. And in fact, what we're trying to do is to put forth a vision of the worldview that we want. And we call it the new bottom line, but you know, the shorter hand is creating a loving, caring world for each other and the planet. Um, and if we started to use that language, we don't have to label ourselves liberal, progressive, or conservative. If we, on the so-called left, started to use that language, we would actually reach people across these dichotomies that you're concerned about, Carol, because what Rabbi Lerner's research showed was that the reason why people are seemingly voting against their economic interests by voting for the right is because the right is speaking to their needs for meaning and purpose. And the left doesn't do that successfully. And so the more we can integrate that languaging into our vision, so even um, organizations that are working on behalf of homelessness or hunger or fracking, or even if they integrated the language of the new bottom line into their work, language that in fact, the values that in fact underpin their work, but they don't use that languaging, um, the more successful we will be and we'll reach across across those divides. So that is what we're trying to do. So thank you, Ever. I think you articulated that really well. Um, Kate, do you want to share? You said you're here just to kind of get some more information and there's a call on the yeah. third Wednesdays of the month in which I kind of give a little bit more background about the NSP than I did tonight, and you can also listen to those that particular call. I recorded one of them on our, okay. from our website. But, um, and they're on, the, you on the NSP website? Yeah, let me... Let me okay. um, I, think I'll, I think I'll listen, listen to them and then, um, and then assess where I am. Okay. And, um, and, and let you know later. Okay, and if you um, email I'm me, going to, yeah, if you email me at cat at spiritualprogressives.org, I can just send you that link. Oh, wonderful! I'll do that. Okay, I'll and that's that. too bad. If you want me I to have, email you, I have to go there. Okay, thanks for joining. I'm us. sorry, I have to go now. My battery's running down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Kate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. So thanks, everyone, for letting us know where you're at and your concerns and questions. Are there any other questions? I want to thank you, Kat, for this uh, this time and your good thinking. You're so welcome. What I'd like to um, invite you to do, all of you, that is, is to, when you have um, questions come up or, you know, like David, you're talking about, well, what, ha- what do I say if someone says X? Jot those down and even send them to me as an email and then I can, on the calls, um, I can answer those. And if you, if you have that question, as they always say in school and so forth, so does somebody else. 
So please send those to me and we can answer those on the calls and we can also um, even do role plays where we actually ask you the questions and then you get to get feedback from me and others about how you might answer that in a way that um, is connecting and also accurate. <laughs> so, so please, um, you know, email those to me or just bring them to the calls. That's fine. I'm happy to play it by ear that way too. But having some of them beforehand would would be very helpful. And if there's anything else in particular that you're looking for, please let me know. And I will also on these calls. Um, be doing some role plays or suggesting some role plays that we do and practicing that so that we can enhance our skills to be able to speak the language of the NSP. So I hope that's helpful for folks. Um, I do want to yeah. end. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, this is David. I was just saying um, Amen and thank you so much for everybody who, who joined uh, the last call. I think there were three persons a month ago, and now we're a good dozen. So that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to um, end with a brief quote, and I also want to invite all of you to, um, if there's a reading or something that you want to share in terms of a remembrance at the end of a call, um, feel free to bring it and um, you can share it. It doesn't always have to be me. So here's one that I'll share this time. Um, and it's by the, Lib oh, I'm going to mispronounce this, Labivature <laughs> Rebbe. Thank you. I knew I wasn't pronouncing it right. <laughs> <laughs> if you see what needs to be repaired how to re and how to repair it, then you have found a piece of the world that God has left for you to complete. But if you only see what is wrong and how ugly it is, then it is yourself that needs repair. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Eight. So um, all of us have seen a piece of the world that needs to be repaired, and I'm so grateful for your engagement and interest in our work. And feel free to email me, cat at spiritualprogressives.org, if there's any way I can support you. And um, any ideas you have, questions, support, um, please let me know. And please be patient with me. I'm the only staff person who's focused solely on this, and I'm technically only part-time, although you would never know that. Um, <laughs> so please be patient with me. And if I don't get back to you in a timely manner, feel free to just email me again and say, hey, did you get it? because I get way more emails and I sometimes than I track all the time and I sometimes just lose them. So um, I won't take it as annoying. I'll <laughs> take it as a gentle nudge, and uh, if you'll be graciously patient with me, I'd appreciate it. Um, thank you. So thank, thank you all very much, and I look forward to our continued collaboration and growth together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night.